What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Real Deal Podcast with me, your host, CJ Haney. What's up, everybody? How's everybody's week, day, year, month? How's everybody doing? What's everybody doing? Oh, goodness. It's not me. It's the chair. Okay. Oh, okay. It's the chair. Remember. So how's everybody doing? How's everyone doing? First and foremost, thank you guys for, you know, supporting me, um, viewing my video, not my fucking videos, oh my god. I'm actually, okay, hold on, let me, okay. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Again, thank you guys so much. I'm actually wanting to go back to YouTube too. I do want to do, you know, vlogs again. I kind of want to do, you know, videos um i have so many fucking ideas like i feel like i'm supposed to like my purpose in life is supposed to be more than what i am i feel like i have a lot of great ideas for content i feel like i have a lot of like good taste and a whole bunch of shit but it's just getting my foot in the door getting it in the right door and you know helping myself but yes how's everybody doing oh because doing fucking fantastic um, let me give you guys a little rundown on what I've been doing. I had a photo shoot on Sunday. No, I'm not the model. I'm the photographer. <laughs> if you guys didn't know, I'm a photographer on Instagram. I have these highlights where I post all my um, pictures that I I take. I post all the pictures out there. And um, I have different pictures. One is my best friend's little sister. One is Vanessa. One is my niece. And then the other one is my friend. Um, And you know what? All of those are just like learning experiences. I still want to keep going. I'm an amateur. I'm not fully like a professional. But I have a good eye. And I think being a photographer, you know... Having a good eye is obviously key. It's more important. Um, but at the same time, I think lighting is everything, to be honest. I feel like I I love natural lighting. I hate studio lighting. It doesn't look real. It doesn't, like, everything looks too, like, it makes people look darker. Natural lighting, I love the natural light. I love using natural lighting. It's just, it's more of, oh like a better like it's better quality in the picture okay it's better it's so much fucking better um natural lighting is way better than anything so if you are going to be a photographer use natural lighting i love natural lighting um i love when the people i take pictures of they put their input in it i love it i love getting input oh this is how you want it okay um what about this like what else do you want to do like what else do you want um, I have another photo shoot this Sunday with a friend and me and my friend are doing this photo shoot because she, we vibe off of each other a lot. Like we listen to the same people. Our vibe is the same. We love the same era. Like she's full fucking nineties and I love it. Like she looks like a nineties chola. She's like, she can do nineties R and B like looks wise, like aesthetic. She can look like Aaliyah. If you guys don't know who Aaliyah is, please look up Aaliyah. She can go from looking like Aaliyah to a fucking little Cholita, like a pretty girl, all this shit like that. So we're going to mess around with her 
her looks that day, take pictures of her and everything like that. But if you guys want, if you guys want to see my type of work, I don't genuine, gen, fuck, generally filter my photos. Some of them I do filter, but that's just like if if it's too bright, I darken them a little bit. But anyways, um, if you guys want to go look at my stuff, please feel free to go to my Instagram at cjhenny, c-j-a-y-h-e-n-n-y. And again, my pictures are on, on my highlights, on my bio. They're on my highlights. Um, yeah, like if you guys want to, you know, do it, a, have a go at it, you know, like, oh, take pictures just for the fuck of it. I'm super down. I'm very open to doing that. I don't care. I love getting the experience. It's more in my portfolio. Um, I have a couple of fucking... I have two more um, photo shoots that I have booked for next month and well, the next two months. Um, I have my sister's graduation pictures and I have my my closest friend. She's pregnant. I'm doing her maternity pictures. So, yes, I'm super fucking excited for that. Like I said, this Sunday I have a photo shoot. I will be posting those pictures on my Instagram. I kind of want to make another Instagram only for my photos, for my pictures. Should I do that, everybody? Should I do that? I'll put a poll on Instagram. So if you don't follow me, follow me. <laughs> um, if it sounds like I'm opening something, it's because I am... <sighs> I'm never content with myself. Is this bleach? No, no, no. Okay. I'm never content. My hair, the last time I dyed it, I dyed it in December. And then I cut my fucking hair off. I went... So I went red. I went fucking hot Cheeto red. And I didn't like the attention I was getting. But then I kind of liked the color on me. My roots were starting to show. And I loved it. But... Uh, it was just so annoying because everybody kept staring. So I dyed it back to black and then I cut my hair and it's March now. So it's been like two full months that my hair is like fully like it's healthy. It got long. It's getting long. I want to try to grow my hair out, see how long it can get. But um, yes, I'm going back to red. I feel like that's my color. Like yesterday in the store, I was like, I'm going back to my uh, my whore red. I'm going red velvet. I'm using, this not sponsored, L'Oreal Paris R48 red velvet. Usually, usually, I use Revlon. The last time I used Garnier, it didn't fucking work. Like, it was a piece of shit hair dye. Um, Guardian doesn't know what they're doing. Revlon knows what they're fucking doing. Love Revlon. And it's the cheapest brand. And it gets your shit done together. Good. I fucking love Revlon. Okay, why is there so many things in this box? I'm sorry, everybody. There's so much shit in here. Oh, my God. Really? And, oh, I love using Splat, too. When I went red, red, that's how, um, I use Splat. (sighs) What the hell? Okay, I have... One, two, three, four, five, six things in here. I know I have to put one of these in the fucking... Okay, this is conditioner. Yes, need that. Um, What is this? Power shimmer conditioner. The fuck do I put this on after? But this is this conditioning shampoo. 
Okay, well, maybe that's shampoo first and then conditioner after. Oh, fuck me. Come on, man. Um, what is this? Okay, color. Shimmering conditioning color gel. Step one, step two. Are they numbered? Oh, yes, they are. Fucking dope. Okay, love it. Also, there's an instruction manual here, too. And always, guys, if you guys are going to dye your hair, um, always make sure your hair is dirty, not clean, because the color won't really stick to it. And it's crazy, because I had a dream I was going to dye my hair. <laughs> um, but, yeah, hold on, guys. Gotta get the gloves out. Gotta read it a little. Gotta do some reading. Okay, one, two, three. Man. I think I don't need spinning, bro. Okay. Sorry, guys, when it's a little loud. Color up. Okay. What? Okay, after 25 minutes, I'll wash it out. Okay, cool. Oh, here it is. Oh, so I do put all that. Okay, cool. That's totally fine. <clears throat> all right, whatever. Um, But yeah, okay, so did you guys... I want to talk about these gas prices. That's all everybody's ever fucking talking about now. Speaking of which, I need to put gas. Um, But yeah, the fucking gas prices are super fucking high. My cousin drives a Kia, and she says... Her car fills up on 75. Oh, everything's falling. She fills up on 75. Um, I fill up on 45. Um, I've been seeing a lot of TikToks where people are like, dude, I put 50, I put 75. Some guy who has a truck. Like, you know those Amazon vans that drive around and shit like that? Um, He put in 200 and something dollars just to fill it up. And then I seen one where it was not a big ass diesel truck, but it was like a half of one. It was a thousand five. It was so it was one zero five three. So it was a five. It was a thousand um, fifty three. Yeah. So it's like. It's scary. It's fucked. Like, it's super fucked. Honestly. It's like, the gas is getting so fucking ridiculous. It's not even funny, you guys. It's just stupid. Um, Biden, what are you doing? Um, takes off for Harambe. Um, but yeah, fucking gas is expensive. Also... Also, I want to ask you guys this. So, it's a trend going on right now. People are doing this. Um, sorry. Ooh, muckles. Did you know that there's a new trend going on? That if somebody invites you to a party, and if you RSVP, yes, and you don't end up showing up to that party, they charge you. The people throwing the party, it's a trend now. They'll charge you for um, how many people you would have brought. Like, the plates... Um, drink, like, food, drinks, candy bag, any fucking thing they charge you for that. And I'm like, that is so fucking stupid. Like, I understand, you know, people are just like, I spent money on this. This person didn't show up. 
But it's just like, you decided to throw yourself or your child to party. What are you mad at? That's your fault. But then at the same time, I understand, like, people RSVP, yes, and they don't show up. I've had that. Like, I've done that. Like, not I've not done that, but I've had that happen. And it pisses you off because it's just like, bro, like, what the fuck? Like, you do end up taking leftovers home. Hello, you have a lot of fucking food. But, you know, initially, I wouldn't have given a fuck because I'm just like, you know what? We paid for all this food. I'm fucking staying with it. I don't give a fuck. The hell? Like, hey, hey there, brother. Like, fuck. I don't give a fuck. Like, okay, bitch. So, I don't know if I've told you guys this before. No, I think I've told you guys this before. I think I've said my story. Um, Yeah, I think I've said my story. I think I've said this before. Well, if you guys haven't, I'm going to brief it up a little bit. Um, I have a cousin. We'll call her Maria. And we'll call her boyfriend. Larry. (laughs) Um, So, when I decided to tell my cousin Maria that I was a little homosexual... Um, she said, oh, I know, I know, you know, whatever. And I happened to tell her, like, hey, I was scrolling through Tinder and I found your your man's. And she goes, what? And I was like, yeah, I found your man on Tinder. I was like, but it says that he was a closeted gay and um, he likes to cheat on his baby mama and, you know, fuck up his family's life. And she goes, oh, yeah, that was me. <laughs> she said she did it because she found out he was cheating on her. She was cheating. He was cheating on her. Sorry. And, yeah, and then she said, but she feels like it's true that he does do that stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm minding my business, girl. I'm just trying to tell you what the fuck I saw, <laughs> you know? But, yes. Yes. <clears throat> and so I wanted to, I did an episode already, but I deleted it. I wanted to talk about, I don't know if you guys remember the throwback. Um, so every, does anybody remember Hugh Hefner, the Playboy Mansion and all that shit? So I will be talking about the Playboy Mansion. Not only am I going to be talking about the Playboy Mansion, I'm going to be talking about a whole bunch of shit, babe. Mm -hmm. Um, does anybody remember the show, The Girls Next Door? Anybody? It starred Holly Madison, Kendra Wilkinson, and Bridget. Sorry, baby. I don't know your last name. Something with the M. Um, it starred all three of them along with Hugh Hefner and some of the other playmates, but these were the girlfriends. So, um, hey, brother, it's not gonna, do I just squeeze this shit? Sorry, guys, I'm just, I'm trying to do this. Hey, fuck, nope, okay, it's not gonna go. I need some scissors. Hey, that's what I do, right? Sorry, guys. Hold on. Let me read the fucking instructions. I should have prepped all of this shit before I did anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, we. Okay. Dope. All right. Okay, sorry. Let's get back to the topic at hand. Um. Fuck. I don't have fucking scissors. Fuck it. I'll just use a... A knife! Um, so, like I was saying, um, back to the girls next door. Um, they had a show on E, the E Network. E Network, I keep saying E. Um, they had a show on the E Network. And 
the show was actually a fucking hit. I don't know if anybody remembers watching The Girls Next Door. Um, it was just a day in the life of a fucking playmate, the girlfriends of Hugh Hefner. Usually Hugh Hefner had about seven to eight girlfriends, but he ditched seven to eight and he just had three, which was Bridget M., um, Holly Madison and Kendra Wilson. And, um, yeah, so like I said, oh, you fuck. Sorry, you guys. No, I got it on my fucking computer. That's the fucking color itself. Son of a bitch. Sorry. It came with a little bottle and it's the color itself. And I just fucking sprayed it on my computer. Son of a bitch. Now it looks like blood. Well, anyway, sorry. I keep getting off topic. Um, so the e- the e network um decided to do a girls next door show, <laughs> all about the um the Playboy bunnies and everything like that. It was successful. It went on for four seasons, I believe. Um, oh. sorry. And three months ago, on YouTube, um. One of the networks, they did a segment called Secrets of the Playboy Mansion. It talked about secrets that happened. Like, there was talks of drugs. There was talks of fucking prostitutes going over there. It was called um, Pick Thursdays. That one was fucked up. What they had was they had um, quaaludes. Quaaludes is what... Hugh Hefner and a lot of his rich friends used to like to call thigh openers. Um, Yeah, so, like, they were trying to give girls quaaludes so they can have sex with them. Like, if a girl took half, she's fully, like, aware of what's happening, but she's, like, giving it up. And if she takes two, she's passed the fuck out. Um, So, before Holly Madison and them fucking moved into the Playboy Mansion in L.A., um... They had girls come over. They had pimps. It was called Pick Thursdays. They had um, pimps show up. Nobody was allowed in the mansion at that time. Um, All of the employees, the servants, the staff, the chefs, they were not allowed to come out of, you know, their spots. So what happened is um, Pick Thursdays, or is it Pick Wednesdays? One of those fucking days. Anyways, um, they had pimps come over with a couple of girls. And... Depending on how good looking the girl is, like they'd feed them, they would conversate with them, they would um give them food, drinks, you know, everything like that. And depending on how attractive they were, Hugh Hefner's friends would either um pay to have you know sex with them or they would just tell them, No, no thanks, like not you. Um it was very demeaning, but then at the same time it was like those girls chose to do that. And if they, like, I'm pretty sure they were just like, fuck yeah, like, it's Hugh Hefner, Playboy, like, maybe he'll put me in a Playboy fucking magazine and shit. Bitch. Sorry, I dropped something. Um, But total opposite of it. Um, I feel like this is gonna stain my skin. I should fucking go get Vaseline, put it on my fucking... It's fine. Well, um, like I was saying... Ooh. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah, back to what I was saying. They would do that. Um, 
they would drug the girls up, have sex with them. And a couple of playmates actually passed away from drug overdose. Um, because, you know, I mean, it's fucking Playboy and they fucking do that. Um, so, yeah, and it's like, I fucking, I was reading all about this shit, so fucked up. Um, the actual Playboy itself, like, there was a Playboy club. The Playboy club actually started back in Boston, um... And it was a club where it was kind of like a little fancy um, hotel slash restaurant. No, not a hotel. Sorry. Um, A little restaurant. But they did have rooms upstairs. So it was like a little fancy restaurant. They had women dressed as Playboy bunnies. Um, If you guys want to see pictures, just go to um, the Playboy Playboy Winning Club or the Playboy Club. And it shows references, reference pictures and everything like that. So these girls would be in a Playboy corset with a bunny, um, bunny ears, a fucking bow tie with a bunny, um, a bunny tail and cufflinks. And these girls, um, they had to look a certain way. Their boobs couldn't be saggy. Their boobs had to be big. They couldn't have stretch marks. They couldn't have wrinkles. They had to look basically, I want to say 18. They had to look fucking young. And they were sex symbols. They were just only used to bring rich customers in and everything like that. So um, they had a manual. The manual tells them, okay, this is what happens if you disobey. These are one of your consequences. If you don't do this, this or this, it's, you know, you get your um, check gets deducted. Um, And then not only that, they were forced to. It wasn't an option. It was not an option. They were forced to go to a gynecologist to make sure that they were good. You know what I mean? Like, um, they had to make sure they were good. Like, I don't know why they had to do a forced um, pap smear, but they had to do one. Like, it was, it was fucking, it was, oh, you have to do it or you don't, you're not even considered for it. You don't get the job. But you have to take steps like, oh, you have to do a, a forced pap smear. You have to go to training. And then they tell you if you get the job or not. So you're basically doing all this for no fucking reason sometimes. So a lot of the girls, you know, they did it and everything like that. Um, some of them were told yes. Some of them were told no. And, you know, a lot of them would work in the Playboy Club. Sorry, guys. I'm about to dye my hair. I'm already doing it. Um, oh, fuck. The ammonia. God um, A lot of them eventually worked in the Playboy Club. Not only that, um, a lot of the girls had to be taught how to do the bunny, the famous bunny dip. Mind you, created by a fucking man, Hugh Hefner's brother, um, Keith Hefner. He taught the girls how to do the famous bunny dip. When they serve customers, they had to have a tray on their left hand. They had to serve with the right, and they couldn't, you know, stand straight. They had to bend back a little bit, bent knees, and serve everybody one by one. They had to do it just like that. And if they didn't, they get fired. So, dude, it takes a lot to be a fucking Playboy Bunny. Let me tell you this shit. Um, so after that, um, there was this thing called the 
the VIP Playboy key. It was a, a key in the shape of a bunny. And, well, Playboy bunny. And what would happen is if a VIP member, key holder, has a key and gives it to a girl, a waitress, a bunny, she had to meet him in that room that the key had. She had to meet him upstairs so he can either give her tips or she can do sexual favors for him. And that, honestly, it wasn't a requirement, you know, but a lot of the the bunny mothers, what they would do is if this customer asks you, gives you the bunny key, wants you to go upstairs, if he wants to have sex with you, have sex with him so he can come back some more and we can have his business. That is what that was for. A lot of the girls didn't want to. Unfortunately, most of the girls got raped. But what happened is... Oh, fuck, their money's getting to me. A lot of the girls would be raped. And unfortunately, a lot of the the fucking pigs, they'd have um, fetishes. They'd have bondage fetishes. Um, They'd force the girls into doing it. The girls didn't have a fucking choice sometimes. And then... You know, they were taken advantage of. There would be more than one. On some occasions, there would be more than one fucking member in one room. And the girls would, unfortunately, sorry, I don't mean to trigger anybody or use it. They'd get gang raped, sexually assaulted, and they couldn't come forward with it. Because if they would, you know, there goes Playboy. And, you know, Playboy had a fucking image because it sexualized women. And, you know... One woman in Boston, her name was Gloria Stein. Um, she, sorry, I need to make sure this shit's still on. Okay, I'm gonna do this. Sorry, everybody. Okay, it's still on. Um, Gloria Stein, she was actually a journalist, and she did a lot of exposés on a lot of you know famous people, a lot of you know corrupted shit. And she decided to do one on the Playboy Club. On Hugh Hefner and the Playboy Club. So what she did was homegirl went undercover. Like the bad bitch that she is. She went undercover. And she posed as the Playboy Bunny. She posed as a Playmate. So she just to apply. She had to go to the fucking Playmate thing. Whatever. She had to do a... Forced pap smear. She had to. She wrote everything that she experienced down. Um, She wrote, you know, some people had their pays docked and everything like that. And then, you know, a lot of women were being treated unfairly. Some of the women were just like, this has never happened to me. Yes, we had to go to the doctor, you know, all this shit. But other than that, nothing else, like nothing bad has happened to me. My experience here was great. Okay, that's on you, baby. But other women... You don't know their experience. You know what I mean? So, Gloria ended up, you know, she got tired of working for it. And she said, fuck that. I'm going to fucking expose this shit. There's a movie on it called... Oh, damn, it's a lot. There's a movie called A Bunny's Tale with Christy Alley. Um, It's about the whole fucking Playboy thing and everything like that. You guys should watch it. I recommend it. Oh, not in my eye. It's good. Um, and then I think it's the sci-fi channel or comedy central. It's one of them. They do this segment called drunk history. 
And one of the girls actually did one on Gloria Stein. She talked about, you know, how she did the whole Playboy shit and everything like that. So you guys should go watch it. It's on YouTube. Um, or you guys could even watch like mini docuseries on her and everything like that. Like it's fucking cool. It's good. Um, but yeah, she talked about the unfair treatment. She talked about, you know, all this shit that happens you know, the Playboy, and Hugh Hefner denied it. He fucking denied, denied, denied. This has never happened, blah, 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 whatever. So after that, <clears throat> let's go to Holly Madison and The Girls Next Door. The Girls Next Door was a fucking popular TV show on the E-Network, and it's in the day of life of fucking Playboy Bunny and Hugh Hefner's girlfriend. So, whew, y'all heard that? I'm just doing everything that's in the bottle. I don't waste. So... You know, these girls, it's Kendra Wilson, Bridget, and fucking Holly Madison. Oh my god, it got on my skin. So these girls are, you know, it's a day in the life, you know, whatever they do, they do. Um, they have to get permission to do a whole bunch of shit, you know. They have to, or Hef gets upset. So, because these girls, except for Kendra, um, they came out in the Secrets of the Playboy Mansion, Holly and Bridget both came forward and said... Um, the E! Network didn't pay the girls for the first season. They didn't pay the girls for the first season. And the E! Network wanted to renew the girls next door for another three seasons. So what happened was they wanted the girls to think either you sign on for another season and you guys get paid or you guys don't do shit and you guys are your fucking lives are basically like, ugh. So Holly said they didn't give them a choice and there was right then and there that they had to sign. If they didn't, they were done. And poor thing Bridget, she said she was in the shower and um, Hef walked up in there, scared the fuck out of her. She said he scared her and he yelled at her and forced her to sign the contract as she's in the shower. Now she's saying she's scared. She's naked in the fucking shower He's yelling at her and she's crying as she's signing the papers. He leaves and, you know, she's like, she curls up in a ball and she fucking cries. And then Holly is just like, you know what? Like, it's so, you know, it's so fucked up. Um, Bridget said that when Holly moved in, she started losing herself a little bit. Holly Madison was a... Hef's number one girlfriend. She was a girl next door. You know, she was a girlfriend, number one, everything. She shared a room with Hugh Hefner. Um, she was 25 when she moved in the um, the mansion. Um, not only that, she used to work as a waiter, a waitress at Hooters. And Hugh Hefner actually, like, she kept her job. She, you know, wanted some freedom because... The girls had a curfew, 9 o'clock curfew. Um, and, you know, she kept her job because she's like, you know what? Like, this is the only time I get to be free. You know, I get to be out and everything like that. So I'm going to keep my job. And he made her quit. He made her quit the job. She basically got isolated. She was depressed. She wanted to kill herself and everything like that. And then Bridget moves in. Bridget wanted to be a playmate ever since she was so young. They had to do these tests in order for her to be um, playmate on the fucking, on the magazine. And Hugh Hefner rejected her many times. He told her no, no, and no. And she kept, you know, like, oh, I want this so bad, so I'm going to keep fighting for it. 
So she fought for it and she ended up becoming one of Hugh Hefner's girlfriends. And Bridget was smart. She got her fucking education. She had two master's degrees. She was a fucking, she was a go-getter. Um, she was fucking good, you know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> let's move on to Kendra. Kendra was only 18 when she moved into the fucking Playboy Mansion. Ugh. I know, fucking gross. Um, she was only 18 when she moved into the Playboy Mansion. She had nothing bad to say about Hugh Hefner when he was alive. Um, but... Now she came forward and said that, you know, some things were, you know, horrible, you know, everything like that. So she only moved in when she was 18. She was, what they would do is at some of the parties, they'd have painted girls in like body paint. That was like bathing suits or anything like that. So Kendra had to be one. And Hugh Hefner saw a picture of her. He liked her. He talked to her. And two days later, she moved in. Now... When the girls went on a second date with Hugh Hefner, even on the first date, they had sex with him. They had to have sex with him. And what would happen is when they'd move in, they basically kind of lo- like lost all contact contact with the outside world. And it was just like, oh, you know, like you're fucking mine. You're trapped in here whatever. Some of the girls didn't mind it. Some of the girls did. And they're just like, what the fuck? Um... Fucking, I find it very disgusting that Kendra moved in at 18. She had sex with him. She wasn't even 21. She wasn't even 20. She was 19, 18, and then 20, she was drinking. Now, I find that very fucking disturbing. Yes, we all drank when we were younger. Yes, but we were with family. She was with a bunch of strangers. And... You know, they would say, oh, we can't do this, this or this, because you, you know, Hef would get mad and everything like that. And they said that a lot on the show, like, oh, Hef would get really mad, you know, Hef this, Hef that. And it's just like, girl, do you need help? (laughs) Blink twice, do you need help? Like, let us know. Um, But it was so, like, it was so fucking disgusting. I felt very disgusted. Like, I watch it back and I'm like, I don't know. How these girls can do it. Like. Holly looked like she's so fucking in love with Hugh Hefner. I feel like she was in love with him. Only because he sometimes gave her the attention that she really craved. But I don't think she was really in love in love with him. Like. He would lead her on a lot. She'd talk about marriage. And he was just like oh. I don't want to get married. I've had two bad divorces. You know whatever. Once the girls started moving out. Out of the fucking house. Holly left and Hugh Hefner got a new girlfriend. And her name was Crystal. Now, Hef proposed to Crystal. She said yes. And I found that very fucked up because he didn't want to get Holly. You know, he didn't want to get married to Holly. He didn't want to do nothing with Holly. But with this chick, he wanted to. Like, he was like, oh, she's my soulmate. Everything like that. I found that very fucked up because for years, Holly was there. Holly was like... She was his number one girlfriend, so I felt it that it was very fucked up. Not only that, Crystal didn't really want to marry Hugh Hefner. The week before their actual wedding, or the day before, she called off the wedding. Homegirl was talking about how she had thoughts of not marrying him. Um, she said that um, 
she couldn't talk to anybody because everybody was just like excited that she was getting married with him. Her family was that way too. So she's just like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell anybody, you know? So she's just like, I couldn't fucking tell anybody and I was so scared. And then she said, you know, her and Hef talked about it. You know, oh, I, they don't, they both, according to him, they didn't want to get married. According to her as well, they didn't want to get married. He told her, I don't want to get married. Like, I don't feel like it's right. She said the same thing. She's like, oh, relief, you know? And he was just like, yeah, like, it's a relief and everything. Homegirl ended up dipping. Like, they had, they have movies every Sunday and shit like that. She dipped the fuck out of, the, out of there. She said she was going to Walgreens. She took off to San Diego to her mom's house. She dipped. She didn't want to have nothing to do with it. She didn't want to be associated with it. And I feel super fucking bad for all those girls because hearing all that shit that happened, knowing that a lot of the staff members, like his assistant, none of the like the the fucking because they called them butlers, none of the butlers, the chefs or anything had nothing to do with it. It was more of the higher people. Um, they had full knowledge of what was going on. Um, one of the females who used to be his assistant, she said. A lot of the medication for the um, the quaaludes and like all of these other sleeping pills, they or like ecstasy and everything, they would be prescribed to each individual in the fucking Playboy Mansion, all the staff. And Hef's number one assistant who booked everything, um, there was a document that said... If it comes to having a police investigation or search warrant into the mansion, um, we need to get rid of the the prescriptions. We need to get rid of the narcotics. The guy who used to work there, he literally like exposed everybody. If you guys want to go watch this, it's called um, Secrets of the Playboy Mansion. And it talks about every fucking thing. Everything. And I honestly, like, after all the shit that I've heard, I feel so bad for every girl that's been in there. I feel bad, especially for Holly and Bridget. Kendra, I don't feel that bad for, only because she defended Hef, and she's just like, none of this happened. And she's just like, you know, Holly never complained about um anything. She's just like, when you got it, you never complained about it. But now that you're out of the house... You're complaining about shit that happened or, you know, everything else. She's just like, she's just seeking attention, whatever. But I don't know, like, you guys should go watch it. Um, yeah, you guys should go watch it. Like, it's a good, it's a good fucking um, series. You guys should go watch, you know, Holly's YouTube channel. Because she, what she does is she reacts to a lot of the older episodes and she talks about like behind the scenes shit and everything like that. And she talks about um her time in the Playboy Mansion. So she has a YouTube channel called Holly Madison, obviously. And um she actually wrote a couple books. One of them was is sorry. <clears throat> One of her books is called Down the Rabbit Hole. Curious Adventures and Cautionary Tales of a Former Playboy Bunny. Yes. <laughs> so you guys should go give that, you know, watch her YouTube channel, you know, because she always talks about everything. Everybody wants to know a whole bunch of things that happen. Um, so she talks a lot about her experiences. So you guys should definitely go watch her channel. Not sponsored. Um, but yeah. On a lighter note. 
I want to give you guys a little um, story time. <clears throat> it's going to be embarrassing, okay? Because it's kind of long. So, I had just turned 17. It's my senior year of fucking high school. I felt like my birthday didn't go my way because my birthday was on a Wednesday. I felt like my birthday wasn't going my way. And I was just like, ugh, God. Like, it was like, it was, I was getting over it. My friends did help me celebrate it at school. They bought like a whole thing of pizza. They sang happy birthday to me, whatever. Um, my sister came home with the cake, but she, cause she used to work at a bakery. She made a skeleton cake for me, but the girl who was working with her put too many fucking Oreos. So it just looked like an Oreo cake. And my little brother, Damien, he was like about six or five at the time or seven. He didn't get a cake for his birthday. So my mom made a share and him being so impatient, he takes the cake out and he drops it to the point where it flips upside down. But the cake was fine. I was over my whole birthday, whatever. The next day felt more like my birthday because I was going to um, not scary farm. I was going. It was me and my sister, um, her and her boyfriend, her and her baby daddy, Sergio. Um, they were barely starting to date. They're still together. Um, they were starting to date at the time. Um, his his best friend, Roby, his um, girlfriend at the time, two of their co-workers, I think three of the co-workers, um, and then Damien's cousin, Annabelle. So it was like a, it was a group. It was a good group. Um, we went, we enjoyed ourselves and everything, but, um, let me give you guys a little backstory. So that day, um, one of my friends actually gave me a bottle, a water bottle full of rum. Because I've always said, if you went to Cabrillo around the same time I did, the fucking... Smooth the the fucking um what is it the ices that they would sell, especially the red one. It tasted like it missed something. And I was like, oh my god, it needs alcohol. So when she gave me a fucking water bottle, I went to the bathroom, filled it up, filled it halfway up, and I was drinking the whole fucking day at school. I I'm such a bad fucking kid for that. I was drinking at school. I was getting kind of buzzed because that was like alcohol, and alcohol like. When you first start drinking it, like, it fucks with your stomach. It makes you, like, need to take a shit and everything. So I'm on my way home, and I'm like, oh, my God, I got to fucking shit. I got to fucking shit. I got to fucking shit. So I felt like I'm like, oh, my God, I have to shit so fucking bad. And I almost didn't make it. <laughs> almost, because, like, I farted a little. I was like, oh, hell no. Did I shat myself? I was like, nope, no, no, nope. So I ran home. I fucking took a shit, and it was, like, World War Fifteen up in that bitch, like, it was water everywhere. And I came out the shower, got ready and everything like that. The night was fucking fun. It was so fun. This is the first night that they did the... Um, this is the first year that they did the the zombie laser tag at Knott's. Because the second year I went... The year after that I went and we did that. Uh, which was pretty fun. So we were getting in line and everything. And we were got in line for Ghost Rider. Yes, my fat ass fit on that. <laughs> um, so we got in line for Ghost Rider, and there was these one of there was these Asians who were like trying to be black, like hip hop. They fucking they were talking about how one of the girls was talking about how her boyfriend needed to nut three times before to go to sleep, and I was like, okay, bitch, you weird, whatever. So we got in a couple mazes and everything like that, and 
we went to Accelerator. Well, we fucking got on um, Supreme Scream. <laughs> well, we got on Accelerator. We were fucking waiting in line. And a commotion goes on in the front. We're like, what the fuck is going on? And there's a fight that's breaking out. It was a couple cholos and little choritas fighting the fucking Asian girl, her friends, and her boyfriend that were in front of us and fucking Ghost Rider. They fucking fought, got down, whatever. And the Asians came our way and there was blood. They closed the ride. They had to clean, like, sanitize everything. So when they opened it back up, we ran up there to get in line. It took us, what, like, 10 minutes to get on the fucking ride itself? And who do we see across from us? Well, um, Damien's cousin, she sees in the fucking row, and she's looking, and she's looking, she goes, oh, my God, that's Vanessa Hudgens and her boyfriend, the guy that she came out in um, Beauty with, or Beastly, whatever. And I was like, no, that's not her. So she goes, yeah, that's her. Like, call her, and I'm calling her. I was like, Vanessa, Vanessa, Vanessa. And she turns around, like, I have a picture of this. She turns around and she waves at us and everyone's like, oh my fucking God, it's Vanessa Hudgens. I was like, oh my God, it's Vanessa Hudgens. Like, the fuck? She's probably like, this fat motherfucker, I can't believe it. Like, uh, he exposed me, whatever. I was like, oh my God, I remember that because I wouldn't fucking stop talking about it. I wouldn't shut the fuck up. Because not, not only did we see her, we saw fucking Corbin Blue, basically the whole fucking cast from High School Musical, except Zac Efron. Um... If you guys remember this movie called Soul Plane, I forgot what other TV show this little white boy comes out in. Um, it's the little white boy that acts on Hood. Um, he was there, and there was this guy named Trevor from Make It Shine, I think, from Disney Channel or something like that. He took a picture with Damien's cousin, and then um, I talked to some lady at the concession center, and I told her, and she goes, oh my god, yeah, like... Um, People, a lot of people, like famous people are here. She's like, Janelle Parrish from Pretty Little Liars. I was like, where's this bitch at? I was like, where's Mona? Where the fuck is Mona? I want to see her. Um, A couple, like, other famous people. And I was like, oh, my God. What? I was like, I was so fucking happy that I saw a celebrity. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I was like, fuck. Like, I should have fucking gone on the right and fucking hugged her. Like, hey, bitch, I like you. Like, I love you. It was a fucking good night. I had so much fun. My sister's coworker, she kept saying happy birthday to me. She's like, happy birthday, happy birthday. And it was actually, so I'm the first and my sister's, we went on the 2nd of October. My sister had a coworker whose birthday was actually that day. So her coworker was like, happy birthday, happy birthday. Her other coworker kind of felt like, oh my God, like no one's paying attention to me. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah. And they acknowledged that it was my birthday. So everybody started saying happy birthday. So I was like, oh my God, on the accelerator. I was like, you guys star, like you guys are making me blush. Stop it. <laughs> so I had a fucking good time. That was so fun. I totally forgot all about that shit. Not until I fucking seen the picture of Vanessa Hudgens. I can't believe it. I can't fucking believe it. I can't believe it that I fucking met her. She was just probably like, you fucking dumbass. Nobody's supposed to know I'm here. <laughs> well, that was a little story time. I hope you guys enjoyed today's fucking episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, fucking me and my hair and me talking about all this shit. <laughs> um, go follow me on Instagram. Go look at my highlights for my photography stuff. If you guys want me to take pictures of you or any little thing like that, hit me up on my Instagram. Um, it's going to be in the description. And I hope you guys have a good day. I have to pee. So I'll, you guys will hear from me next time.
拜。